Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Oh, I guess we're starting. That means the audience caught our pre-show meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I have to talk, don't I? Here we go. Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School, starring Penn Gillette. My name is Michael Snow, Matt Penn, and Reddy Rich and I are broadcasting from show creator studios south in Las Vegas. That wasn't bad. <laughs> this year's show was interrupted by drama and trauma, but another season of Fool Us is in the cans. In probably unrelated news, bodies are washing up in Lake Mead, and you know has been out camping. Here he is preaching love. Mr. Pendulet. Yeah, we're preaching love. We're barely here. Boy, been a, a, a hectic couple of weeks. I want to just say very clearly, I do not work hard. I do not work as hard as anyone who has a job, okay? Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm working about as hard as you can in show business. There you go. And still be in show business. Not be an emergency room nurse or a secretary or an assistant or a coal miner right. or work in a 7-Eleven. Or any of the jobs where you drive a cab. There's nobody drives a cab anymore. Drive drive a Uber. All those jobs are actually hard work. What I do is never hard work. But within that, we had a lot of um, you know. You can take up a lot of time. Twelve to fifteen hour days, and we shoot. Uh, how many days does it take us to shoot fifteen foolish, Matt, Matt Donnelly? We technically uh, do seven and a half actual days of actual shooting. Mm-hmm. Over a 10-day period. Because there has to be two days off for you to do something. And seven plus two is 10. Yep. (laughs) Uh, That's that's where the half day comes in. No, the two days in the middle, and then you guys have to come in and rehearse uh, the one day before we start shooting. Right. That's a lot of shows to do in a short period of time. And these shows are an hour long, okay, which is actually 44 minutes. Just like seven and two is 10. Uh, 44 is actually an hour. 44, is it? That what it comes out to be, Matt Donnelly, do you know? Say it again. How long is an hour? Uh, six, 60 minutes. No. <laughs> 44, 46? Oh, oh, for you guys. Yeah, yeah, for the show. About 44 minutes. Yeah, 44 minutes. We have to do 15 44-minute shows, and every one of those has a closer. Now, here's where the... I don't even think you know this yet, you know. You don't even know this yet. So we shoot Monday night, right? Then we shoot Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then Friday and Saturday are off for some sort of union rules. Then we shoot Monday, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay? That's the schedule. So Wednesday night, we had a huge surprise in that Hondro, who had left to go home after helping us, actually showed up at the show. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Surprised us not a bit. Sure. And broke his heart that it didn't surprise us. When he went to say goodbye, I'm leaving now. Mm-hmm. Adios, mi amigo. Adios, yeah. mi amigo. Mi hermanos de tapas. Adios, adios. Que tal, que tal. He's doing all that. And I go, yeah, see you soon. And that really broke his heart. Because I knew they weren't going to have Hondro be in Vegas and not come on Fool Us and Fool Us, right? Right. But here's That's the rule. Spoiler alert for season nine. He really didn't want to. Do you know that? You know, I didn't know that, no. No. His plan was to not do it. 
Ah. So when you guys brought him in officially mm -hmm. as a consultant for the Penn and Teller show mm -hmm. and for the Penn and Teller closers, mm -hmm. he thought that was officially him clocking out as a contestant uh -huh. and it would be actually unfair as a game show for a guy who consults with the guys <laughs> okay. who do the show to also still compete as, a, as uh -huh. a fooler. Also, his last stunt was one where he had rented an airport yeah. <laughs> and hired a giant limousine. So Fullis was getting very expensive <laughs> for Hontro. He was like, I certainly am not going to top my last appearance mm -hmm. and four trophies. And, and so he was really, really not into the idea of uh, going on again. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then, uh, Helen Coughlin won four yeah. and he had to come on to win the fifth. <laughs> but th that, isn't that what it was? I, I, I'm not really sure. I think basically that like Hondo's just a nice person and the producers are like, hello, you're standing right here. Yeah. The stage is right there. Yeah. What are you doing? Trick. What do you do? You what do are you tricks. doing? They're basically like, you've got to be kidding me. You're going to be standing right here in front of us and not yeah. going on our show. Yeah. And he was like, and so I think he started to go like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess I am here. Yeah. So it did not surprise us one bit when he showed up. Yeah. But what did surprise us one bit was that Teller was hugging Hondro and so pleased to have him on the show. Yeah. And Teller was feeling under the weather. <laughs> and sure enough, Thursday morning, Teller came into work and we test every morning at work. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Teller was COVID positive ah. that Thursday morning. So they came in. Now, this is a tight schedule. Yeah. Shooting in seven and a half days, 15 shows. That comes around to about two shows a day. Pretty close. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's lickety split. That's every second, nothing wasted. That is no time to apologize to someone in their trailer. That's just bang, going through as fast as you can, right? Yeah. That's really banging them out. And so Teller tested positive for COVID, which means they sent him home. Yeah. You know, and then of course it's hard to get monoclonal bags, but not if your name's in the title of a show. <laughs> There's bribes and stuff. I don't know what they did, but things very unfair and immoral. They got it. Maybe. Him. I mean, they might just use the, new, they have newer drugs now. They have Paxlovid, which sounds he did, like. He, he couldn't have Paxlovid. Okay. He couldn't get, you can't get both. By the way, I think that drug sounds like it was named by Jerry Lewis. Paxlovid. <laughs> Is that what you mean? I yeah. did last week. I it take some Paxlovid. You like the Paxlovid. I like the Paxlovid. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like you got a metal squirrel in your mouth for a week. Does it? Oh, yeah. I like squirrels. Well, metal ones. <laughs> Not as good. <laughs> so you took it? I took it. I took it. Pax Lovo. And did it, did it knock out your did it, did it I, I have symptoms? no idea. <laughs> no, no, it didn't knock out the symptoms. I, did it, did I you took it for whatever, five or six days, and uh, then I sort of felt better. Okay. So it kind of worked. I mean, I, I, you'd have to have it twice to be able to tell that, you know, it would parallel. Even, not even then. Parallel. You need a control group. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so tell they got a monoclonal bag, and I was there to do the show alone. Uh-huh. Yeah, alone. So I had to shoot. <laughs> so everybody all, fooled you <laughs> all day Thursday. Well, see, motherfucker, let me tell you this right now. Okay, let me tell you this right now. Yeah, Michael Gudo. Uh huh. I did them alone, and I want to tell you, no one fooled me. You liar. No, I'm not lying, am I, no, Matt Donnelly? Not only is he not lying, I've never seen Penn with more pep in his step. <laughs> <laughs> the brightest pen was all season because eventually they figured out how to get the uh, whole production into Teller's house. So Teller could participate after a certain amount of days from home uh, watching Foolers, mm -hmm. but not day one. Not day one. Not day one. So Penn had to face, I believe, eight, eight or nine Foolers. Yeah, yeah, alone. 
alone. Uh-huh. Alone, totally alone. And, and how long did I deliberate? And that's the other thing that was crazy is that we ended up, uh, uh, all the time we needed to make sure when Teller came back that we could do everything we need to with Teller was made up because Penn was so fast that suddenly I had to. <laughs> so people do it and you go, you didn't fool me, get out of here? No, it was like uh, Equivoke. Remember that one? <laughs> Remember that bus? <laughs> the guy said, you know, we're back. I, w- I was sitting in the chair. I said, Equivo. And they came on and went, oh, y- yeah. <laughs> and then I sat down and said, oh, that's a, that's a guy from Japan. Come up with that thing. It's a, uh, it's a switch on that. I saw the switch. One of the things was <laughs> that um, I was scared. Yeah. And I was worried. So I was, um, I was hypervigilant. I was very focused. What he says is pep in the step was absolute terror focus. So these people were burned like no one has ever been burned. I was staring at everything. And although when Teller's there, I sit back a little bit and let Teller watch. I mean, they would say something where naturally your eyes would go somewhere else and they just weren't. I was burning their hands every single second, every instant. And then we took one bit that we were doing as a two-man bit, and I said, I'll do a solo thing. So I wrote a solo thing for a closer to do with Allison. It was a thing that I'd done at a couple of corporate shows, but I'd never done on this stage. This is where I leap in to take credit. It wasn't on your list. I reminded you that you kicked ass with this trick at the bucket show. You did remind me. Yeah. You did remind me that it went well. It went very well. Yeah. So um, I said... Um, what you say when you're in trouble, I said, can we put tape on Allison's ass? <laughs> uh-huh. And he said, yeah, we can put tape. I said, I want uh, some tape on her left cheek and some tape on her right cheek. You put tape on Allison's ass and give me a deck of cards. I'll go out and do a trick. And they said, is there a script? And I said, no. <laughs> and they said, what does Allison have to do? I said, she has to have tape on her ass. That's it. <laughs> and I'll do a trick with Allison with tape on her ass. So I did a solo number, yeah, and I did the bus all alone, and I did the bus so quickly that I made up the time because then, and see if you can tell when the season comes out, um, we had to have Teller sit in the seat beside me, and then I went into the bus and out of the bus so they could do close-ups of me with Teller sitting next to me <laughs> it's, it's, without the magicians there. Yeah. They had to reshoot basically all your bus with Teller mm-hmm. sitting by your side. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they would bring out my script of what I said uh-huh. spontaneously and say, do this again. I have to memorize it and then do it again with Teller sitting next to me. And then I had to take some of the stuff that I said with I and say with Teller instead. You know, Teller leaned over and said to me, like, Teller's now my imaginary <laughs> friend. Right. So uh, I was like, you know, whatever these, uh, Moon Knight or something. Yeah. As a voice talking to him. Uh, or reverse Moon Knight. Yeah. I'm talking to somebody who's in there. So um, I did it. And then uh, Friday and Saturday, we're supposed to be off anyway. And during Friday and Saturday, I planned to do uh, a bunch of other closers with other magicians. Okay. I called magicians all over. I called Carbonaro. I called Piff. I called Mac. I said, we may have to close the show without Teller. Uh, Carbonaro said, I'll come out and do a solo bit. You can play bass to it. I said, good. And he said, then we'll lay Teller in like playing triangle or something afterwards. And I said, 
you don't want triangle with no sense of time whatsoever. <laughs> Why don't you get Goudot and tell her together? And just <laughs> yeah. clap their hands. I'll hold the triangle. <laughs> uh, but we were setting up to finish the rest of the shoot without Teller. Yeah. Do a whole season without yeah. Teller. But uh, Teller on Sunday, Friday and Saturday, were dark, and I was scrambling around saying, well, what if I have to do another essentially six shows without Teller? What are the six closers I'm going to do? And what are the, uh, how am I going to sit there and do all this stuff? We thought about bringing Piff in to sit beside me and so on. Then Teller got his monoclonal bag, and he was feeling better on Sunday. And then SAG rules say that if you have tested negative on the real, what's the real test called when you send it away? PPR. PCR. PCR. If you test negative the PCR test, even if you have some residual home test stuff, mm-hmm. you can come in providing, SAG says, providing your co-stars are okay with it. So I had a golden opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> that is so kind of you. What a nice guy. So Teller came in Monday, and then it was very surreal. Those takes of me uh, doing the redoing the bus with Teller next to me were very surreal. Yeah. No magician there. Just Rob, our stage manager with a headset, standing on stage while I talked to him. And Andrew sitting kind of on the floor beside me, just going, uh, I think he hit all the beats. Yeah, good. Let's do another one. <laughs> Which was essentially Andrew's help, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got it all. You got it all. And then he would also say, actually, that was better than the one you did live. <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine, a woman I know is a very, very good actor, Carrie, you know Carrie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said, I, uh, I said to her, I have to go do the, I was talking to her on the phone. I said, I have to go do the busts that I did live, but I got to do them again with Teller beside me. And she said, well, we'll find out how good an actor you are. I said, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think we a lot, did. A lot of us already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Superman, the others. I, um, I, uh, I was hoping we wouldn't find that out. And I don't think we did. I don't think no. we found out how bad an actor I was. Nice job. Yeah, I did it. I did it okay. So um, we have, I think, you know, I've been looking for this my whole life, but I've been looking for evidence that there's a God. And I think we've got a little bit of it. There is a God and he hates us. <laughs> but uh, we got to, we got through. Nice. Also, and I guess we'll talk about this when the shows air. Yeah. But we also had some other problems because we, <laughs> in, in, in brilliant booking, that is not aware of world affairs, we booked a Russian magician who, <laughs> lo and behold, could knock it into the United States. <laughs> Surprising. Yeah, yeah. Something called Putin the Amazing, his name was. Uh, what he did was he did a topless horseback riding act. We couldn't get him in. And then we had, and this is going to break your heart. We'll talk about this again. Don't worry. I know I'm blowing something. That's fine. But I'll talk about this again when you go through your little wrap-ups. It's your okay. show. Okay. Your show. Both shows are your show. Okay. <laughs> but we had a guy. Remember the guy who fooled us with the chicken? Remember the guy? He had a chicken yeah. who fooled us? Yeah. 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 And he trained a chicken, and the chicken fooled us. Yeah. There was that guy. We were a little pissed off because we got fooled by a chicken, and there was <laughs> some there was some ridicule involved from our peers. <laughs> you were fooled by a chicken. And it turns out uh, chickens have a, um, I guess I'm giving away his trick. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> anyway. But it's a great giveaway. I'm really excited about the giveaway yeah. already. That's Those are really ones where I'm like, yeah, you with the chicken and the training. Go ahead. Steal the trick. It's like the kids being able to <laughs> yeah. hear something we can't hear. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. It's good. We also did the that. The chicken version of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Would you call me? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the same guy came back, ah. and he had spent, get this, get this, six months he'd spent training goldfish. Ah. Yep. He had trained goldfish to do the punchline of his trip. I will tell you right now, that motherfucker was going to fool us. <laughs> Because I don't think that I envisioned someone having the patience to train goldfish. Right. But he trained goldfish. Now, there was uh, one of the things that I enjoyed on television so much that I don't think anyone else saw, so maybe it wasn't real. But Steve Allen did the Miss Las Vegas unofficial showgirl pageant. Mm -hmm. Did you ever hear of this? No. No. But back in the... 70s or 80s, Steve Allen did a parody of Miss America uh, uh, shows uh -huh. with uh, Las Vegas showgirls. Uh -huh. And uh, they had to have their talent section. And their talent section, I still remember this. It made me laugh so much. One woman, one of the show showwomen, um, her talent was she's turned the light off and on in time with the music. <laughs> <laughs> and another woman had trained her goldfish to run away from a pencil. <laughs> she just stuck a pencil in the tank and the goldfish ran away. <laughs> run away is not right. Swim away. away. Yeah. Okay. So this guy, who was not the Miss Official, un uh, Miss Official Showgirl. Yeah. Uh, unofficial Showgirl pageant. It was really good. I bet Reddy's already finding it on, uh, on uh, the web or something. I was looking up Joe Rick's name. Okay, Joderick is the guy's name. From Belgium. Yeah, Joderick is actually the Joderick Yo is Belgium. how you pronounce it. I had uh, told everybody he was from Sweden, but he's from Belgium. Belgium, yeah, yeah. Is there a difference? Belgium's already in NATO. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Sweden is not, no, but it's going to be soon. Soon. Anyway, anyway, anyway. They're announcing anyway, today, anyway, I believe. Anyway, anyway. Whose shoe's squeaking? Mine. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this guy... This guy, Yo. It's your show. You do whatever you want. His name is Yo. Squeak this shoe, squeak it. His name is Yo. Yeah. He spent six months training goldfish. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I don't know who lives with him. I don't know his, his sexual or domestic situation. <laughs> but I'm telling you. It's not good. <laughs> whoever it was that he shares a habitation with, whoever that is, whether it's children, whether it's a partner, same sex, different sex, group, we don't know. We don't know what situation is. Whoever did, someone was annoyed. I'm just telling <laughs> Someone said to him, yo, because that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> said to him, yo, fuck the goldfish. Can you right? give him a day off? Yeah. <laughs> and he was training his goldfish. Now, this is, the story hasn't even started yet, okay? <laughs> I found this out all afterwards. Yes. When Andrew came to me and said, Jesus, what a year. Teller gets COVID. A Russian can't get in. Someone else from, from. The Middle East couldn't get in. Yeah. Uh, and um, he said also, man, yo, with the goldfish. I said, well, what happened? He said, well, he had to bring his goldfish over from Belgium, and it cost the production $1,000 yeah. in permits to bring over the goldfish. And he had the goldfish in a travel container. Uh-huh. Goldfish travel container. And... um uh, they got in and then was it customs or customs immigration took possession of the customs took possession of the goldfish yeah. and yo said in, in a scene that I would imagine in the made for TV movie, Meryl Streep would play. Yes. He said to the customs people, but they're in a temporary dwelling. 
You must let them breathe. You've got them in a little container. They're not going to make it. Please, please let them breathe. But the customs people were going, do you understand, motherfucker, that there's a war going on in Ukraine? Yeah. <laughs> and that someone could be sneaking goldfish into our fucking country, the United States of fucking America? Do you understand that, you fucking commie bastard? You talking gay and teaching our children to be trans? You asshole who wants to get an abortion? I bet that was Ted Nugent. <laughs> Fuck you. You're goldfish? You're trying to sneak in from Belgium, which is already in NATO? You cocksucker. It's not coming. So they held up the goldfish, and the goldfish died. Can you imagine? First of all, the death of the goldfish is sad. Death of anything is sad. A group of goldfish multiply that amount of sad for one goldfish by the number of goldfish there were, mm -hmm. put in some outrage at yeah. customs being inefficient, and then add to that all of that. We haven't even started. You train the goldfish for six months. Uh, yeah. Six months. Some of that six months disrupting your domestic situation, undoubtedly. Yeah. Stop with the training of the goldfish. Jesus Christ, yo, shut the fuck up. I don't even know how he was training them. You know, I don't even know what he's getting him to do. So he arrives in here with his six-month trained goldfish act and no goldfish. That's not true. With dead goldfish. Mm -hmm. Okay? And the guy did not say what I would have said, which is, uh, hey, customs guy. You killed my goldfish, you're going on foolish tomorrow night. <laughs> you better get a trick and get it fast. <laughs> no, we did not have the customs guys showed up. This guy put together a brand new trick. He was in Vegas, what, three days? Uh, yeah, a little more than three days. Like four days. That'd be a little more than four days. Yes. Four days in Vegas from Belgium without his goldfish, he put together a new routine to come on. Wow. And I won't tell you whether you fooled this or not, but it was a good routine. That's great. Yeah. No, what are you saying? You're saying it's great the goldfish died? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Oh, my God. Have you met goldfish? <laughs> no empathy. No empathy. No empathy at all. Uh, fuck the goldfish. You spent six months training goldfish. You would not be happy when they died. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> I, would I be more unhappy that they were now dead? Thank goodness. I had spent six months with these stupid goldfish, and I'm sick of them. <laughs> I don't know why you would say they're stupid goldfish. They're probably very smart goldfish. Yeah, that's a that's a sliding scale there. <laughs> you know all that shit about goldfish. You know, no, I know the eight second thing is all stupid and wrong, but totally wrong. Yeah, and goldfish are actually fairly social. They can recognize each other. Sure. And goldfish and I also both played a goldfish in Piff Show, I believe. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I played a very smart one. I was trying to I was trying to play the type. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you played a stupid goldfish? I played kind of the, yeah, the stupid goldfish. And you were just speaking in pitch. Uh -huh. It was goldfish. Yeah. Yeah. As a goldfish, yeah. Yep. For the goldfish. Did I was you channeling the goldfish. Did you do some method stuff? No. Goldfish yourself? <laughs> I like that bit. David Copperfish? Yeah. Well, it actually, it, it actually turned out to be, he also did his Finn and Teller. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finn and Teller <laughs> and David <laughs> Copperfish. And he, he also did Chris Angelfish. Yeah. But it depressed him too much. Well, that's when I was doing it, so perhaps that was part of it. <laughs> Let's talk about Masterclass, shall we? Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'm going to read this thing they gave me to read, okay? I'm not putting myself in here. They gave me this to read. There's blanks saying to fill in your favorite mm -hmm. class, but I'm going to read it just. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds. Got that? Yeah. World's best minds anytime, anywhere. 
at your own pace. You can learn how to magic from Penn and Teller. That's right. Prove your magic skills from Penn and Teller or learn magic from Penn and Teller. They think I'm going to put in three different ones there, but I'm not going (laughs) to. With over a hundred classes from a range of world-class instructors. And Penn and Teller. (laughs) That thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. Okay. What am I now? World's best minds, world-class instructor. That's what I am. I got to tell you, our master class turned out really good. Mm-hmm. And not just because of us. They, You're right. Matt was great. <laughs> Matt was great. <laughs> Johnny was great. Piff was great. Yep. But also the master class people are great. Yes. I don't know how many of them you watch. They do a beautiful job. And what they do is they learn the thing they're going to teach. You know, people that came in didn't know magic. And they worked with us and really did learn the stuff and then worked with us to how to teach it. It was, it was, it was really, really great. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the other ones and um, learned an awful lot. And Reddy Rich, you know, is just nuts for this. Yeah, he does them all. Um, so uh, I want to tell you, Reddy Rich, what have you been? What have you been looking on Masterclass lately? This week I was doing Malala Hamana Hamana Safzi. Yes. Okay. None, none of us are going to get that right, right? Correct. Probably not. Okay. Malala what, was good. What was that? She teaches about activism. Mm-hmm. Yusafzi. Yusafzi. Yeah, I knew that. I knew it was Malala, but I don't know her last name. Uh. The young girl, you're, you're oh, a yeah. fan of her. Yeah, I really like her. She's one good shot in the head, right? Yeah. Nobel Priest Prize, yeah. Yeah, Nobel Priest Prize? Peace Prize, yeah. Peace Prize, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, She's, she seems A-OK with her education stuff. And how was the, how, boy, her, i got to watch that one. I'm going to watch that one right away. Master class on activism? Yep. And what did you learn? Well, I actually learned this in high school, but it was good to have a reminder because we don't talk about it enough, and that's problem solving. Mm-hmm. Laying out how to determine what's the root of a problem and figure out ways to fix it. You learned that in high school? Yeah, there's an organization, Future Problem Solvers of America. Wow. That does contests every year. And you were part of that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't learn anything in high school. <laughs> As it was I, an extracurricular, so it doesn't really count, right? Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. Each class is broken out into individual video lessons, usually around 10 minutes long. Members can explore at their own pace. And each class is supported by downloadable materials, lessons, recipes, or more. You can find all available classes at masterclass.com. Wide variety of topics are taught by the best. And who includes the best? Me. Whatever you're interested in, there's a masterclass for you. Immersive learning experience, cinema quality. That's the other thing. They shoot they are beautiful. beautiful. Just really gorgeous. Explore lessons in any order you'd like across your phone, tablet, Apple TV, computer, or just listen in audio mode. Less is approximately 10 to 15 minutes. I said that. You also get all sorts of extra stuff. Our stuff was really good. Handsome Jack put together a lot of our uh, supplementary material. It's really, really, really good. So uh, you should check out You should check out Masterclass. Highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every master. It's one fee. You get every Masterclass. As a PSS listener, you get 15% off. That's a lot. 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash Pen. pen right now that's masterclass.com slash pen for 15% off your master class i want to point out that i just pitched solving world problems and you went right back to the french drop i did <laughs> what else would you do solve world problems 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. So anything else you think we should talk about on Fool Us this season? Oh, I don't Before know. we get really into it, yeah, I was to say when it comes out, I think I think I think we're going to be surprised uh, how, how it all came together. I think it's going to be a really good season. It might yeah. be the best season. Some of the closures went really well. Yeah, really. you guys were prepped more than more so than, than because of Hondro. Yeah, that's Hondro was there helping. You were helping too. Yeah, yeah, but but Hondro was a big ingredient. I big think big ingredient there. And how was your thing writing for uh, writing for Allison? Did you? Oh, it was very good. I mean, you know, it's 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 uh, it's great. She's great. She's getting better and better. Yeah. She's really getting better and better. And also that like, so one of the things that had to happen was the, the vacuum created was like, so normally I, I write the, the first half of the season mm-hmm. with the, you know, ahead of the time. And then we have those two days and we write the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And Teller went down with uh, his sickness. And so we had to. You can say the word COVID. I'm too afraid of it. Yeah. And suddenly it was, uh, hey, let's get all of Allison's lines in the season done right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll write that. Now, <laughs> so I have half of Allison's lines she needs for the season, and you know, she has to say, Welcome back, here's another magician, some version of that. She has to say 60 times a season, <laughs> right? And can you cut and paste? She has to say, Welcome back, Penn and Teller are going to face some people, they're also going to perform a trick later. Mm-hmm. She's got to say that 16 times, mm-hmm. and she's got to say, Oh yeah, that was good. But next, Penn and Teller perform. She's gotta say that sixteen times, and then some other version of uh, "Welcome Back, Yada." Here's here's more show. That's that's uh, forty times. So I gotta get <laughs> so I gotta get that version of that done, and, and it was like a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're looking for other weird things about the season, you could take note of that as well if you want. Uh, all that was done. And she got all that done. Yeah, I'll tell her was uh, convalescing. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use the time. Um. So yeah, that, that was the only that, 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 that was the only domino that pushed it into a weird situation for me. It was something I had to write the all of our lines in one afternoon. Yeah. Um. But that's not the because you're sitting in the corner laughing teller's sick they're fucked <laughs> hey matt uh, you gotta write all these things we'll say what now <laughs> um, yeah 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 but that's the thing it's like so Al- and so allison was a champ she was she was she's she was reading a lot of lines for the very first time uh that she was recording so nice but most of the words she'd seen before yeah yeah, just yeah. Nodded <laughs> <out of it>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly Ratchet clasp i also off thought they were they were really good acts this year Yes. There were some people I really loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hector. Uh, Mancha? Mancha. Boy, he was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never had somebody um, care less about <laughs> everything as far as really? I can tell. Yeah, he's-, he's More a, than Piff? <laughs> uh, yeah, Piff is a studied not caring. Yeah. This guy seemed really sincere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, first of all, he's not a magician. He won FISM. He's a superstar magician, but he's not a magician. He's a fireman. Okay. So I think his attitude was, nothing's on fire. What are we worried about? <laughs> right? When that that is that, a good attitude. I've seen shit on fire. Nothing's yeah. on fire. I get a deck of cards. <laughs> nothing's on fire. 
I am not worried about anything. <laughs> that's a that's now a drop line in my show. There's <laughs> a version of that. My wife is a NICU nurse. If she drops, things are really fucked. You say that really? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I throw a knife in the audience. Nobody's hurt. <laughs> yeah. And then we had a, a, another woman. Uh, we had a woman on who was fabulous. I really loved her. And uh, Rachel Wax. Yes. It was really great. So it was a really good season. It was, that yeah. sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for her thing there. That's really, it's really, it's like she wrote, a, she, she, she might have, it's, it's too late of a season to write a template on it, but that's, that is a template that somebody who's comedic wants to follow. Yeah. Is that, yeah. that's a really good thing. There were a lot of good acts this year. A yeah, lot yeah, of good yeah. acts, a lot of funny people, and uh, we had a good time. But Hector, Hector was pretty good. Was Teller curious if you, if there were any foolers while he was absent or anything like that? When when you were taking on guys by yourself, mm -hmm. did he check in with you? Did you check in with him? How did it go? He said, how's it going? I said, good. That was the check. <laughs> he said, okay, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> he did say, yeah, I'm, I'm going back to bed. He, yeah. he was very supportive. You know, a lot of people uh, could have gotten very neurotic about that. Yeah. You know, I'm. I mean, there are people that work with us, uh, you know, piano players who um, would not miss a day for any reason, thinking that if someone filled in, that would be the end of their job. Of course, well, if that, you're a piano player. It's also it's also true. Yeah. Um, so uh, so Teller was not like that. He was not weird. Yeah. He was not weird at all. He was very 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 pleasant. Work hard. Got better. And that's good. And you guys turned around and went right back to shows. We went. Uh, we finished up. We've, we've wrapped Fool Us. Next day, we left for Canada. We went up to Calgary. And I was informed, as I was in baggage claim, that I had been there several times before. <laughs> uh, at the same hotel and the same theater, which Teller and I both argued with, uh, with, uh, with Glenn about. Glenn said, no, you, you played this theater just three years ago. <laughs> and we said we've never been up here he said yeah you played this th the same theater for you. he said you recognize the theater as soon as you get in there so we went in for sound check we looked out at the theater and i said to tell you, you recognize this place he said i've never been here before <laughs> See, they showed you the block on the wall backstage where you'd signed it <laughs> yeah there was all sorts of evidence that we'd been there before but couldn't prove it by us um we looked out and we said no nah, i never did and then teller said well yeah We've been here before in the sense that we've been in a lot of buildings exactly like this with a lot of seats facing us. <laughs> I mean, it looked like every other theater we played. Right. It was a night, it was a night, very nice audience up in Calgary. And their license plates say, Calgary, further away than you think. <laughs> it's really far. Yeah. It's way up there. Yeah. It's way, and it's like, it's so, it's so up there. That we got out of the show at like ten thirty, and it was light. Oh, weird. <laughs> you're yeah, you're up there in the Arctic Circle. <laughs> yeah, we're up, it's really it's close, isn't it? Yeah, it's close. Yeah, it's crazy getting in that and, neighborhood. And the other thing that's really weird is they've got this uh, hockey team. Yeah, called the Flames. Uh -huh. That's right. Okay, they're a good hockey team. I believe they are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I believe they clinched last night that they're going to the playoffs. Well, we went to or the a, first round of playoffs. We got to a restaurant on Thursday night. And we were trying to eat our hummus, right? <laughs> yeah. And the other side of the restaurant, there was screaming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Screaming. Yeah, yeah. And on the television, there were men on ice. Yep. And they were screaming. Yeah. I mean, screaming. 
Yes. Really? It went, it went to seven the games. Their playoffs went to seven games. And that's just the first round of playoffs. And so. Oh. And they were very, that was Thursday yeah. night. And though no, that was. Friday. Well, last night was a big night for them. Yeah. Well, then Friday, which was day before yesterday, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was at the Starbucks, which is where I go. That's my way of seeing a town. Yeah. So I go to the Starbucks. And I was looking out the window and people were walking by in the same clothes <laughs> that the people on TV were wearing. Yeah. 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 It's, but I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I looked out the like they have this bright red uh -huh. with yellow a jersey and yeah. a big C on it. Yeah, and they were wearing these jerseys, and on the back there were numbers and names. But it was not like one guy or two guys. It was like thirty people that I saw <laughs> looking out Starbucks, all different ages, all different, all different genders, all. Just totally different, all wearing the same jerseys, walking around the streets. Hockey's big in Canada. I guess it is. <laughs> I was going to say, wait till you play Pittsburgh during football season. <laughs> they don't walk around wearing the outfits, do they? Oh, yes. In Steelers, yes, in Pittsburgh, Steelers, <laughs> Steelers considered formal wear or whatever. You can just go anywhere. If you're wearing Steelers, any kind of memorabilia, you're in. You can go to anything. Funeral? Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I don't understand people dressing like other occupations. <laughs> that seems so odd to me. Yeah. But it's, it's exciting. I guess it is. It's I guess when the Beatles came over, people dressed in the collarless jackets and the Beatle boots and stuff, right? That's the way I have to understand it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You dress like a roadie. Yeah. I dress like a you roadie. You wore a no shirt and a leather jacket for years. That's You're like the Ramones. Yeah. yeah. I dress like the Ramones. I did. So there you go. I feel better now. <laughs> now that we've justified it we justified good. it a lot you're just not going to start rooting for the flames in the playoffs Woo! go flame what do they they have some special thing they say uh let's go flames flamers <laughs> flamers no. that, that means something different it does <laughs> so what have you been doing matt donnelly besides doing fool us along with us i just did a show last yeah. night a friend of mine uh is part of a group that opened up a new bar near orleans it's called orleans square near the commercial center Mm -hmm. Off Sahara. Wow. Okay. And so were, right there by uh, the Bagel Place. Stratosphere. No. 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 By the Bagel Place, right? Bagel Mania, whatever it is. No, it's more like um. Uh, I'll say it. <laughs> you know, the Green Door is. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. I sure. know where that is. Sure. The opposite of course. corner. The opposite <laughs> corner of the Green Door. We all know where the Swing Club is. <laughs> <laughs> Could defy the Convention Center. <laughs> Uh, it's right near there? Yeah. And you opened a bar? What kind of bar? It's a 70s theme bar called Square Bar. Mm -hmm. And they even had like a fried bologna sandwich, that oh, kind of stuff. For that was, you know, Sinatra's favorite. Yeah. Fried bologna sandwich and white bread with mustard was Sinatra's favorite food. Oh, yeah. Other yeah. than, you know, eating eggs off a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Green door. <laughs> it's one of those things where he was like oh we're gonna, it's just opening we're gonna try new things so why don't you come do do your act and so i did I packed my whole act ready for an hour and i was like maybe this is gonna be like a cool venue and, and and whatever and maybe it won't be like doing a show in a bar and i got there and it was a lot like doing a show in a bar <laughs> <laughs> and i was like well, people are about to see a lot of ridiculous things for something for a guy in the corner of a bar but here <laughs> yeah. here we go what the hell was there yeah. any stage or anything there's a stage uh, it's a good stage. It's actually it's a fine venue or whatever. It, and, and 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 most of the people there were either there to see me or were tolerant of me being there. How many people? Nice how many thing. people were watching you? Uh, probably about a dozen. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the other thing. I was like, this is going to be interesting because I, I use a lot of volunteers <laughs> in an hour-long show. So, so there's aside some repeat customers. But overall, it was actually a blast. I had a good time. It was a really cool bar. It's just weird to do my, my theatrical show in a bar environment. I got to try out, because uh, basically I was looking at the... I'll I'll say this just for my own self. You you've been you've been blathering about foolish uh, non-disclosure things, but um, if there's one person who was on foolish this year, they make you just rush out and figure out if they've taught anything on card magic. Uh, oh. <laughs> Danny Diortes. <laughs> Danny Diortes is, I believe, the best card magician who has ever lived. Yeah, he is now better than Juan Tamworth. Right. By a lot. That's hard. Man, he was good. So he t he taught. Uh, so I went and found uh, a, a, whole, a whole thing that he offers, mm -hmm. and I found this one trick that I was like, "Oh, this trick works. This would work on stage." And I'm gonna. And so I got to practice it here because I'm doing. I don't think I'll do it at the castle. I'm doing the castle next week, but because um, they have like up close rooms and that kind of stuff. But I am. I am gonna add this to my. Most people say close up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close, but... yeah, yeah. But, but people, <laughs> but people who are <laughs> shitty at magic say up close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, close room. Um, anyways, <laughs> but uh, I did this, I did this Dan and DRT's card trick and it just fried people. I've never, really, yeah, I've never, and I've never done that. <laughs> I do a lot of really fun payoffs in comedic ways, but I've never just done a straight up card routine that just killed people. And, uh, and it was great. It was really cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He was so good. What I love about, uh, Danny, I mean, there's everything. I love everything, everything about, Danny. about him. Everything. What I, what really killed me was, um, we brought on Donnie Osman. Yeah. Because Danny wanted to work with four people. So we had Penn, Teller, Allison. We brought on Donny Osmond. Now, Donny Osmond, I like Donny Osmond. Mm -hmm. I like him a lot. I have said the rudest, most crazy things to him. He laughs. We get along great. As a matter of fact, uh, we solved a great mystery because I was sitting there waiting with Donny. I said, Donny, what is that punk song that came out in the 70s? I want to fuck Christian Dior. I want to fuck Donny Marie. I want to fuck. Christian Dior, I want to fuck my TV. And he said, I've never heard that. And I said, it says in the song, they want to fuck you. I said, if there was a song that said, I want to fuck Penn and Teller, I'd know. He said, I never heard of it. I said, I think it's like the Pork Dukes or something. And he said, I, I don't know what you're talking about. But he said, as soon as you get a copy of this, send it to me. So I went to all my punk friends and I said, what's the song? I want to fuck Donnie and Marie. And nobody knew. And then finally... My friend Rich Nathanson found it. It's the uh -huh. Pork Dukes. It's called I Want to Fuck, and it's I Want to Fuck Donnie <laughs> Marie. And I sent it to, uh, to, to Donnie. <laughs> and he sent back a little emoji with laughing and right. crying stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, so see, I, I, I deliver when I say I'm going to give you something. Anyway, <laughs> Donnie Osmond is very show busy. Yeah. He should be show busy. Should He's be. been show busy since he was four, yeah. right? Yes. He's done. Yeah, he He's worked with pro. Andy Williams. He's Andy's a real pro. pro. So Dan, uh, Donnie's asked to be on a show watching magic. Sure. So Donnie sits down at the table next to Danny, Danny, Donnie, Donnie, Danny. And um, they're going to, he's going to watch uh, Danny do magic. Now, Donnie is prepared to be show busy. Sure. He's prepared to be impressed. He's prepared to be effusive. Yeah. He's prepared to react. <laughs> you can see that all on his well-tanned face. Yeah. He's ready to do all that, right? He sits down and like, you know, Danny says hello and picks up the cards and Donnie's like, oh, this is going to be fun. 
Then Danny starts working. And Donnie does my favorite thing you see in show business, which is when a guy who is, and I, this happens to me all the time, when a guy who is pretending to do something all of a sudden really does it. <laughs> so he's pretending to be impressed right. for the first trip. Oh, wow. Nice. And then he really is. So you get to see the difference <laughs> between Donnie Osmond acting impressed and Donnie Osmond really impressed. And Donnie's going like, oh, wow, wow. It's not, it's not even <laughs> like Donnie Osmond reactions. Because yeah. now there's no Donnie Osmond there anymore. There's like this primal person having his mind blown. And then he was actually, he couldn't take his hands off Danny, remember? Yep. They walked off stage together with him saying, like, this is my new best friend. Yeah. And, and Donnie wrote me an email going, I've never seen anything like that. It was a, I go, I think he's the best. He goes, well, that was amazing. That was amazing. So it's really nice. If you want uh -huh. to see Donnie Osmond sincerely impressed, there's one place to turn for that. Yeah. You know, this is a guy who's been seeing amazing stuff since he was four. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah. I think he even hosted talk shows and stuff for a while. Yeah. So booking guests and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 He, awesome. he knows everything and Danny just destroyed him. And you did a trick. You learned the trick that quickly. I was practicing it from the day that Danny was on the show to, uh -huh. to last night. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I was, I was doing that thing where I was doing the thing that I never do. So I was practicing with my family. I went and did this, uh, corporate improv training. I practiced on a water break, uh, on someone there. I was doing record practice on people as much as I could. Cause he, it's, 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 it's not, it's a little complicated cause it's him. So, uh, I, I had to really like get used to doing math in my head, that kind of stuff. And it destroyed people. It just destroys people. <laughs> he's, he's, he's so good. Yeah. He's crazy good. Yeah. And I, we might need to add Spanish. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Probably didn't need that. Yeah. <laughs> we all knew that. Everybody, everybody <laughs> knew yeah. that. So, uh, so Godot, you went camping? Yeah. I mean, I camping, but I was going to say, you know, I was in uh, this odd Donny Osmond story. I was walking through San Diego one afternoon mm -hmm. and there was a theater with the front door open and somebody inside rehearsing. And I stuck my head in to look and it was Donny Osmond. And Donny Osmond, hey, come on in. You want to come in and hang out? I'm just doing a sound check. Did he you know, know you? No. Uh, no, just really, I just like being friendly. Just, hey, I'm singing a little bit. Why don't you come sit down and watch if you want to? It's great. <laughs> I said, okay, cool. So I sat and watched Donny Osmond do his sound check. <laughs> <laughs> and you've seen, uh, Reddy, you've seen Donny Osmond do his sound check because you worked his shows, right? I have. And you said he's very, very good with monitors and pitch and all that, right? The most complicated monitor rig I've ever seen. Explain it to us again. In one year, he has the live mix. Mm -hmm. And in the other ear, he has a preview mix where he sings to himself one, four, or eight beats ahead of what he's doing. Here's what's coming up. Here's what you're going to change to. Wow. And those are so, so they're, they're different chords and stuff. I don't remember a chord change across that, that mm -hmm. time thing, but yeah. So he's singing the, the words he's going to sing coming up. Yeah, if it's if it's actually, I do remember there was one there was one change, and he said there's a change coming up, but he didn't sing it. He just said it. Uh huh. Wow. But it's still he's singing one thing while listening over the top of another. That seems impossible. Yeah, he's really good, and also Maybe. talking to the audience at the same time, who he cannot hear respond to him because he's got both ears queued up. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And even <laughs> Donnie 
with that kind of brain power could not follow Danny. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Danny's really good. We're going to talk about you camping, but not now. All right. We're going to wait till the next time we because should. that was Ben Sunday School. That was Ben Sunday School. Cha, cha, cha. And to our listening You become naked. Yeah, Danny. Danny Diortez. Diortez? How's it pronounced? Diortez. 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 I mean, just do a search on the line for Danny Diortez. It's a little D. D-E, little. And then big O, right? <laughs> yeah. Diortez. You know, we love you. Hey, Matt Donnelly. Yeah, get your computer out. You got someone to thank there, Matt Donnelly? I do. I want to thank the following people who are kind enough to go over to patreon.com slash Ben and throw us a little jingle, huh? Yeah. People like Eric M. Ryan, Chris McKinney, Gary Cornley, Danny, hey, Gudo, does this rag smell like chloroform to you, Ruse? <laughs> Matthew O'Sullivan, Betsy Batter, Little Mandar, Michael Fritz, and the person who can tell me what plate spring lessons are? Rachel Forrester, <laughs> Jobeth R. Bowers, Adam Stickney, Sax Guy Jimmy D, Henry James Allison, Nathan Julian, Percival, Christopher Harris, and Manuel Vidal Perez de la Mesa V. Thank you so much. Thank you.